listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. So when you want to call, you dial that number. Call! It's the Jeep Talk Show Call-In Show with Tammy and Tony. They're going to be talking Jeeps with you. There's no show without you, so call in now. Just make the call. Good call! That's one call now. Hey folks, thanks for joining us. This is our third episode of the Jeep Call-In Show. This is where you get a chance to call in live and talk directly to Tony and myself. Don't be shy. Call in and share your thoughts. Ask us your questions to a live person. And, you know, Josh may be joining us from time to time, depending on his work schedule and the road noise during his long commute. But this show isn't about us. It's about you. Call in now. You'll hear the show on your phone. And when it's your turn, you'll know. Just dial 302-202-1110 and enter in the code 219-835. Well, we, uh, you know, it dawned on me one day that uh, you guys may not know where we're located. Hell, you might not even care, but I think it's kind of cool that we do this show from uh, across the entire nation. That, of course, we're talking about you know, the United States. Now, I'm down here in Texas, and boy, is it hot. Um, but, you know, in southeast Texas uh, during the summertime, it, it usually gets pretty hot. Now, it's been over 100 degrees oh, for yuck. a week. And then, thank goodness, that uh, huge flooding situation moved out of Louisiana and came over here. Because <laughs> that means we've got cloud cover and rain. And, you know, I know you love me talking about my uh, engine uh, temp uh, issues on the highway, Tammy. No, uh, please. I, I drove uh, all the tonight. way from work. <laughs> and I don't think, 70 miles an hour on I-10, I don't think I hit above 204 degrees. So, I'm happy. I love Very being good. able to drive during the, the in August uh, temperatures and not see that uh, not see that uh, two thirty or uh, go all right. the way over to the red. Uh, oh, it's such a bad feeling. And you know, Tony's in the center of the United States. I'm over on the East Coast, where we are having super hot temperatures as well, which is making it unbearable to work on my Jeep in my garage. So I'm kind of putting things off. And and then Josh, who's normally with us, is all the way over on the West Coast, which is why he's not joining us on Tuesday nights because he is in his vehicle driving home from work right now. So yeah, a little hard for him to join us. Well, that's, that's the excuse he gives all the time, but I don't know. So, um, (laughs) it's, uh, it's okay. We, uh, but we're not going to talk about Josh. He's not part of the show. He's, uh, this is about us. If he got home a little earlier, he could have been here too, but no. So before we get started, we're going to show you a clip of a great tire PSI video that Rich at LTFD Off-Road, Lifted Off-Road, made just for us. Hey guys, how's it going? Rich here from Lifted Off-Road, and I am making this video specifically for you guys at the Jeep Talk Show. Over the past, couple, over the past week or so, you guys have been talking about uh, tire pressure. I know Tammy just got some new 35s on her Jeep, and she's concerned about the proper tire pressure. I've got 33s on my Jeep. These are 33 inch tires. You can kind of see on the edge here, I believe. Yeah, it looks pretty clear on the screen where you can see, I don't have chalk because I've got a dirty garage floor, but you can see (laughs) where the dirt on the tire fades off into black on the edge. 
And you guys already knew about that from doing the chalk test that you were talking about. And give you an, an example. Here you can see it again, how the very outside edge is still black. And like I said, I have all I had all these adjusted to the same 32 PSI. So uh, you can watch the entire video over at the uh, Jeep Talk Show website, or just go to YouTube and uh, search for LTF. Was it LTFD Off Road? And uh, a big thanks, Rich. We really appreciate it. Rich has also been giving comments uh, on our YouTube videos, and uh, I keep telling him, you know, it's an audio podcast. The uh, the, the the sound is a lot better if you go over to iTunes or Steam, uh, tuned in or uh, uh, Stitcher. He goes, no, no, videos where it's at. And that's one of the reasons why we do it, because some people like seeing the videos yeah. on YouTube, and uh, we don't care as long as you uh, watch the show or listen to the show, uh, and uh, and you get something out of it. It's amazing um, how many people sit and watch YouTube all day long. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, My I kids mean, constantly are watching YouTube videos. Have you, ever done, have you ever done that thing where you can tell your TV or your device connected to your TV that you started on your, your phone or your tablet? Or even your PC, and tell it to uh, display on the on the TV itself. No, no, I'll, I'll do that sometimes. Queue up a bunch of videos, and I'll be sitting here working on something in front of my screens, and then I'll throw it up there on the television, and it actually is playing uh, from YouTube, but controlled from a, my PC. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty cool, and that's a neat way to watch videos because it's something in the background that you can listen to and pay attention to whenever it's uh, interesting enough for you to actually look up there, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the uh, the uh, some of the folks uh, get along with this uh, this new modern electronic world. It's what we have to deal with now. <laughs> hey, folks! You know, last week we asked what makes a Jeep a Jeep. So this week we want to know: Do you Jeep wave, Tony? You know, you've had the same Jeep for almost twenty years. You have Jeep forums and a podcast. Surely, I would guess you Jeep wave. Hell no. No. <laughs> No. Well, honestly, uh, I try to, but I feel a little awkward about just waving at everybody. I mean, I don't know if, if it's the same way uh, in, in some of the places that you've been, Tammy, but if you get out in the country here in Texas, like especially in East Texas, uh, if you drive down the road, uh, the two lanes, of course, full of trees in East Texas, uh, and everybody waves. It doesn't matter if you're a Jeep uh, or not. They wave at oh, you. Yeah. And when you're from, from uh, Houston or the Houston area and you go out there and you go, man, what do these, these people think I'm somebody else? I mean, why are they waving at me? And then you, you just learn that it's just, they're friendly out there. Right. So, I don't know. For me, that's the one thing. Well, lots of things annoy me, but that's one thing that annoys <laughs> me most um, about Jeep Wrangler owners is when they don't return my wave. Well, you know, the, have you ever been in a situation where you're doing something else, you're thinking about something, well, yeah. you're in your own head, and then you you happen to glance over there and you see this hand and you go, oh, you know, and you yeah. try to get the hand up like there. quick waving in the back. Sorry. Yeah, that's kind of the way I do it is that I'm not, I don't think I'm such a, uh, a you know, such a Jeep person that people should be waving at me. So right. I'm not, I'm really not expecting it. So I, I have a delayed syndrome. If you've heard uh, delayed Jeep wave syndrome, if you've uh, you if, have it. if you've ever waved at the uh, the the red Cherokee coming down the road and you didn't get a wave back, well, maybe it was me and maybe I maybe this was you were going past and you couldn't see it. Let, let's go with that. Well, you know, my kids are always like, "Mom, you forgot to wave." I'm like, I "Didn't see him." <laughs> but did Tony? Do you know where the wave came from? 
um, usually my left hand. Now, do you know what started the of what started the wave? No, I do not. You know, it dates all the way back to World War II and has been going strong sense. ever since. When all the soldiers came back from um, the war, and that's kind of when the Jeep started becoming popular among um, just regular old citizens. The soldiers kept were buying Jeeps, and they would see each other in Jeeps, and they'd wave because they had a camaraderie um, as soldiers oh, during that World makes War sense. II. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what started it. And um, anyway, they would wave as they pass each other. And then it just kind of went on from there. So we're kind of honoring the, our veterans from uh, World War II. Exactly. And you exactly. know, it, it just dawned on me. Um, people in Hummers, they don't wave at each other, do they? No. And Hummers, no. Hummers were military vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happened. I don't know. Well, and you know, um, motorcyclists, Harley guys yeah. wave. And then it turned into all motorcyclists wave. Well, not all of them, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this. Now, I've seen some funny things about Jeep Wave, and one of the things is that uh, uh, you only Jeep Wave if the other Jeep is modified. If it's just a stock Jeep, you don't wave. That's now, what now, um, Do you some have people, levels of, of... I just wave to any Wrangler. So what about Cherokees? What about the new now, Cherokee? What about a Renegade? I will say there's a lifted Cherokee in our neighborhood, and I've like when I run around go running in the neighborhood i've seen him out he's a young kid in college and i've stopped and talked to him but if i ever see a lifted cherokee which is very rare that i see them unless i'm on the trails i will wave to them just because they're lifted and i know they'll get it because i think some people who own like the the renegade or any of the other jeeps i don't think they're as into the they're not as hip they don't understand the jeep stuff they're not into the jeep community as much as a lifted Jeep or the Wranglers. You know, you know, it dawns on me that uh, with all those Easter eggs that they put in the Renegade, you would think they would have at least included a, a Jeep wave in the in the in the the manual or or something. Maybe uh, the blinker when the blinker comes on the Renegade, it goes you know with a hand back and forth. Wave, and wave, wave. <laughs> it just says a <laughs> hey, you need a Jeep wave. So, uh, well, well, I know some um, salesmen. I think part of their their little spiel. introduction or whatever spiel, mm-hmm. they're supposed to let um, their potential buyers about the Jeep Wave. Oh, did they tell you about it whenever you were getting your first one? I knew about it because the person who inspired me to buy my Jeep, that's kind of what inspired me to buy my Jeep is when all the kids that were riding with him to the beach for a camping trip were like, oh my God, you should have saw him. He was waving at everybody and they were waving back to him. It was the coolest thing. Yeah. So that's kind of what inspired me to it, get my Jeep. It is, the, it the is nice now. It is nice to be part of a, a, a big family of people you don't even know. Uh, right. Just because you have uh, the same vehicle. Right. Um, I, I've been neglectful in mentioning this, but uh, we need you guys to call in. So oh, just yeah. call 302-202-1110 and then you'll be asked for a code. Uh, conference code, I think they say. Just put in 219-835. We'd like to hear from you. And uh, even if you've called in before, uh, we'd like to hear from you and know what uh, and, and hear from you about what do you do with the Jeep Wave? Do you do you Jeep Wave? Uh, how do you do the Jeep Wave? Because there's all kinds of ways. You know, you can raise a finger, raise two fingers, just, you know, like, you know, like, sup. Or you can uh, get their very vigorous wave. Maybe uh, if you're driving a, a Wrangler without a door, you get that hand hanging out there. 
you feel the breeze and uh, have a bumblebee sticky on the hand and then you learn to keep it behind the windshield. Yeah. <laughs> How do you Jeep wave? We want to hear from you. Sometimes and, when my top's down, I just stick my hand straight up and wave out the top. Uh, I guess it depends on the mood you're in. That's kind of hard to miss too. Um, so do you feel awkward about giving the Jeep wave or are you just friendly by nature? I'm, I don't mind at all. I'm friendly by nature. I guess I'm afraid um, I'm not going to get it back. You know, like, oh, I didn't mean to do that wave. And yeah, rah, it, rah, it rah, is rah. It is kind of frustrating sometimes when you don't get it back. It, like, you're like all sad. And you're like, why am I letting someone affect me so much? <laughs> I've seen some violent posts uh, <laughs> about Jeep <Right>. waves. <laughs> it's like people, I th- I'm hoping they're joking around because it's just like they, they really seem to be upset about not getting that Jeep wave. Yeah. Well, I know sometimes like when you're driving home from work and you've had a really bad day and you're just like in a really bad mood and you're driving along and all of a sudden you get the wave and you're like, it, you know, puts a smile on your face. So, you know, make someone's day, pass it on, Jeep wave. Yeah. Just checking the uh, the, the connection over there, make sure we're still connected to the, the, the voice callers. I'm really surprised we're not getting any callers, Tammy. I know. We got people in it's the chat It's kind of like no one waving, no one's calling. Uh, exactly. To get a little annoyed. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, you people don't even want to wave at us by calling us on the phone. So, uh, yeah, anyway, we got a few more minutes to talk about this and then we'll uh, switch over to whatever you want to talk about. Um, so, folks, call 302 202 1110. And then when you get that number, call that number, punch in 219 835. So, and we're talking about the Jeep wave. Do you Jeep wave? Yep, yep. And uh, who do you Jeep wave to? I mean, there's all kinds of Jeeps out there. You know, last week we asked uh, what makes a Jeep a Jeep. Uh, is it the uh, the emblem on it or uh, uh, is it uh, certain Jeeps are only, only certain Jeeps are Jeeps? And does that affect your Jeep wave? Now, do you Jeep wave in your Cherokee or do you Jeep wave in, when you're in your wife's Jeep? Uh, both. Oh, you do? But it's usually delayed. And my and do you initiate the Jeep wave? Or no, do you just wave? no, I always wave back, especially with uh, with uh, Wranglers, because I know that there's a bit of rivalry between uh, Wranglers and Cherokees. There's uh, I've heard many times that Wrangler owners uh, don't feel that Cherokees are real Jeeps, and right. I think Cody even expressed that uh, <laughs> that same thing whenever he uh, he said when he he first was going out wheeling and he saw some Cherokees and wow, that's not that's not a real Jeep. And then he saw what their capability was and changed his mind about it. Or so he says, I think he's just trying to, uh, he's trying to mess with you. He's trying to suck me into accepting the renegade, <laughs> which is, which by the way is a pretty car. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a pretty little thing. Uh, and uh, it's, it's much more GB looking than the, uh, the new Cherokee. So folks, that's once again, it's three zero two two zero two one 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 zero. And then punch in 219-835. Do you Jeep wave? Who do you Jeep wave to? Just a couple more minutes and we're going to wrap the Jeep wave up. Uh, If you don't uh, want to talk about that, we certainly understand. Uh, But uh, wish you would anyway. Uh, Even if you want to call and say, I don't like the Jeep wave. Let's talk about something else. Right. Alrighty, well, let's switch on over. Uh, we're uh, going to go to uh, whatever it is that you'd like to talk about, uh, or Tammy, if you've got something you'd like to cover, uh, we can uh, leave it open for uh, what you want to talk about, or anybody else that wants to call in and um, pick any subject, any subject you like. Uh, you well, know, I'm a, fine a, with it, even not being uh, Jeep related. 
Well, I actually yesterday, I don't know if anyone saw my Facebook page as I was coming home from work. We had a actually I was coming home from bringing my son home from driving school and we had a torrential downpour. So we get oh, in the neighborhood. Yes, I did see that. And it's just the flooding was amazing. So anyway, um, it just lots and lots of rain. So we got in the pulled in the garage. I come in the house and my son comes in, Mom, you forgot to turn off your off road lights. And I'm like, I didn't turn them on. So I went and checked the button. And the button was still on red, and I'm like, what's going on? And I turned it off. And so anyway, some weird thing happened. I don't know if it was all the rain or if my son did something, you know, because the cables are in the front passenger seat, you know, behind the carpet if he did some. But anyway, the lights would not go off. We had hmm. to disconnect them from the battery. So I have no idea. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Um, so I don't know what made them not turn off. Well, that'll usually uh, create a circuit. Water can uh, create a circuit, depending on where it is. So you may have uh, uh, something that's uh, pinching a cable someplace. Well, I see we have a caller, so let's grab this caller and see what they want to talk about. Caller, you're on the air, so to speak. Uh, who do we have, and uh, what do you want to talk about? Uh, this is Rick from Hot and Muggy, Florida. Tonight. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yeah, I bet it is. You guys got the hissing cockroaches down there, too, don't you? Oh, uh, we got a little bit of everything from cockroaches to airplanes that we call mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, that's that's like a super croc reference where he's talking about the mosquitoes being the state bird of Michigan or wherever it is he's at. <laughs> so what kind of Jeep do so, you have, Rick? Of fact, uh, I've got a 98 Cherokee. Oh, okay. That's exactly Yay. what I have. Have you done anything to it or is it still stock? Oh, no, far from stock. I've got uh, about five-inch lift, sitting on 33s, a little bit of everything front to back on it. Um, it was my first Jeep and pretty much uh, fell in love with it. Got it from a neighbor for $500 wow. um, for doing uh, some work and uh, was able to uh, get a lot of modifications done to it for cheap. Oh, I bet. Uh, so. you, you probably have uh, $2,000 wrapped up in it. <laughs> Uh, no, probably more than that all said and done, but yeah. Have you done the differentials and, uh, uh, any of the, like a any lockers or anything like that to it? Uh, I haven't done anything. Still have the high pinion 30 in the front and the eight and a quarter in the rear. Uh, did do the slip yoke eliminator on the, uh, 231. Excellent. Yep. I actually went with 456 gears in mine. My gas mileage was like 10 miles to the gallon. And uh, it sucked uh, taking off. So uh, uh, 410s is what I, uh, I thought would be best. But I, I kind of had a feeling I'd go to 35 someday. Haven't made it there yet. But uh, with the 456s, I should be able to do 35. It's no problem. Yeah, I haven't had an issue going down the highway or anything like that. So, so far, I'm still at stock 355s. 410s are sometime in the near future. But, you know, that's at over a thousand dollars in uh, parts oh, yeah. and labor, it can uh, get pretty expensive pretty quick. Yeah, I got two uh, ARB air lockers waiting to go in mine, and I just haven't wanted to spend the, spend the money uh, to to have it done. And uh, I don't know enough about it to do it myself. It's so critical to get them done exactly right that uh, uh, I wouldn't encourage anybody to uh, if you haven't done one before, or if you don't have a spare uh, <laughs> a spare axle to work on. <laughs> that you can swap in and swap out. I wouldn't do it. The uh, I wouldn't do it yourself. So, uh, Rick, I'm sorry. I got you. I got you off on a tangent talking about your Jeep. Uh, that's just uh, common. Uh, common for me. Hey, you got a Jeep. What do you got in it? What do you do? What'd you do to it? You know. Uh, what, what did uh, What did you want to talk about tonight? 
Uh, well, a couple things. Um, well, I'll first start off covering kind of a couple things you guys have covered in the last couple shows. Um, and I know one topic for you that's uh, never ending as far as Jeeps overheating. <laughs> um, I had that issue in mind for a while. Um, chased it around, uh, essentially changed out every component in it with the exception of the heater core. Um, and it wasn't until I replaced my uh, electronic cooling fan that I was able to actually get the temperatures under control uh, and get the Jeep to run well enough so I can understand your uh, headaches and woes with trying to keep 4.0 and the XJ is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, the, the headaches. So, I think I think then, I changed uh, everything. Well, I heard in you mind. guys talking about Jeep waves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of tricky down here uh, in in Florida. Usually, uh, um, you know, I can kind of understand the the moans and groans. Everybody sees you know Cherokee, and you don't usually get many waves <laughs> from the Wrangler cloud. Uh, especially the guys running, uh, no offense, Tammy, you, you see the guys running stock JKs, you know, they don't, they don't recognize the, uh, fellow Jeepers. Usually the guys that you see with the modifications will, will uh, return to Jeep wave. Uh, I agree. But seldom do you ever actually get a Jeep wave from another Jeeper in a Cherokee. I'm going to start waving at Cherokees now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have I have nothing but love for my Cherokee, uh, and I've told the story many times. So just really briefly, I, I actually went to the dealership and looked at a a black '98 uh, TJ uh, hard top, and uh, I think it was a six speed transmission, and uh, that's the one we were going to get. And uh, brought my wife up there to look at it, and there was a, a red '98 uh, Jeep Cherokee on the on the showroom floor. It red is my favorite color. It's also my wife's favorite color, and. Uh, I told her, I said, you know, the we've got a, a three and a four year old, uh, uh, two little girls, and this four door, you know, it's a four wheel drive, it's a Jeep. We can always get the Wrangler in a couple of years, and uh, uh, that was in '98. And this is uh, well, we're coming. I think we're coming up on 20 years because uh, I think the the, the '98s actually came out. What is it? A year early. So like, I mean, all the cars, they always uh, cars and uh, trucks, they always come out. Uh, like uh, the year prior to the, the release date that's uh, they actually the date that's on them so um, I got about a year so I guess I'm, I'm about 19 years into this vehicle and what we did to finally get the TJ uh, got a 2003 about uh, two years ago so um, we've got actually three Jeeps here a 99 a 98 and the 03 uh, TJ so it's rich right Rick yes ma'am Rick so what color is your Jeep I have, I always laugh, it's by uh, Chrysler, it's listed as Mystic Gray. It's the very light blue color that oh. they ran in the 98 year. They ran them a couple of years. If you look at the Jeep, you'd swear that it was blue, but if you look at the sticker listing on it, it's listed as Mystic Gray. Oh, I'd love to see that on Cherokee. That's kind of like, isn't it the Anvil color that the Wranglers have? It's kind of like a bluish, grayish color. Uh, this one has a little bit more blue to it. I know which color you're talking about, and, huh. I, and I love that color uh, on the Wranglers. I, I'd actually be more than proud to drive one of those around. Um, and uh, we've actually recently been entertaining the fact of possibly picking up a Wrangler for my wife. Um, she's had issues with her truck, and rather than spending the time and the money, um, I have a company vehicle that I drive during the week. Uh, so I, mine only sees use in the evenings or in the weekends or when I go wheeling. And uh, so she's been using it to go around town 
and uh, she's she's slowly getting bit by the Jeep bug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually laugh because she's recognized more by my Jeep. Everybody in the area knows my Jeep more than anything else, so they see it. And sometimes thinking it's me, and it turns out it's my wife, and she just gets right. a chuckle out of it. Oh, yeah, she needs to get a Wrangler for sure. I hope it's not uh, pretty young girls that are going, Hey, Rick! Oh, <laughs> hi, I'm Getting sorry. Getting you in trouble. <laughs> Rick, funny story. I was uh, driving your Jeep and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, it's, it's been interesting. I've been, I've been doing, uh, I, I got my Jeep about four years ago now. Um, you know, and obviously I've done the suspension, uh, a few things here and there, um, taking a wheel in a couple of different places. And one of the other things too, I know, um, Tammy had been talking about tire pressure issues and it all depends on vehicles too. Um, I'm on, I had a, when I lifted it up high enough that I could put 33s on it, I went with a set of, uh, the BF Goodridge, uh, KMs, the original ones. I, I got a decent deal on the used set. Um, and I want to say the max pressure on those was somewhere around 70 PSI, um, which I never ran just because of the weight of my vehicle. Um, I think if I, if I had them up to about 55, 60, I was on the high end. Um, I've now got a set of, KO all-terrains on mine. I think the max on those um, is about 40 PSI, and, and I run about 30 PSI on those on the max end. Um, but I've also had dealings. I've had several friends who have JKs, and I've, I'm the the renter of the group. I'm the one that's usually installing the lift kits and and the uh, all the goodies on there for them. Um, I had a friend who actually. It was a two-door JK. She was having, she noticed that she was having issues with her gas mileage. Um, the max PSI on the tires, I want to say, was somewhere in the 70 PSI range. Um, and she had them down <laughs> to about 32, 35 PSI. Um, as soon as we took her up to about 55 PSI, she got um, better road handling uh, as far as on the road and on the highway and her gas mods went up probably, I'd say about three miles to the gallon. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. So. Yeah. I'm still so, trying yeah, to work that out. I'm running about 30, 34 right now. Yeah. It, it all depends on the tires. The JKUs definitely have a little bit more weight to them, you know, versus a Cherokee or some of the other two door Wranglers. Um, they're, they're interesting. They're they're really fun and really easy to lift. I, I don't mind working on them at all. Yeah, changing out those coils uh, is is pretty simple compared to taking the leaf springs off, especially if you're in the rust belt. Well, I've I've heard and read some stories about uh, replacing the uh, taking the bolts out. They take the leaf springs off uh, a Cherokee, and uh, they actually have to cut the floorboard uh, in the back to get to get to the the bolt to get it out of there. So. I do not envy anyone trying to lift a, an older Cherokee up in the Rust Belt. Yeah, I, I actually, I cringed because I, I watched all the videos going into it because mm-hmm. um, I started with Adelie's and my suspension system. I actually did the typical mistake where a lot of people are like, oh, I'll just do a three-inch lift. I'll be happy with that. Get the three-inch <laughs> yes. lift on there or the 31s. And, you know, you start looking around and you're like, oh, I'm never going to go bigger than 31s, maybe a four-and-a-half-inch lift. and yeah, it's it's like tattoos. It's an addiction. Oh, but, totally. Uh, I remember the night. I remember the night that I sat there with my breaker bar and a and a cheater on there, and, and remember putting it on the the bolts, the front bolts, the notorious front bolts on the leaf springs, and just you know saying a prayer, you know, <laughs> putting some muscle behind them, 
the first one I did and I heard that pop, I thought the worst. I thought that uh, inner nut had come loose, but uh, I was lucky enough that both the bolts on mine uh, came out without any major issues. Well, yours, it was in Florida when you bought it, right? I mean, it was always uh, owned by somebody in Florida? Uh, yeah, I was, I'm was. i actually the third owner of it, and the Jeep has pretty much stayed in Florida. It was down towards uh, West Palm Beach, I believe, is where they, they had bought it, and it started its life, and I've got it down here in, in uh, central Florida now. Um, so for the most part, and uh, now just because of the vehicles, mine mainly stays in the garage during the week, and so it... it uh, just babied and put away. Oh, I remember I was going to ask you, ask you, you were talking about getting a, a Wrangler for your wife. Are you going to be looking at the JKs or TJs or maybe something older? Um, the JKs are nice, but uh, they're a little pricey yes. um, for <laughs> what she would use it for. Um, we're only a family of three. My son's only uh, eight years old. Um, we were, me personally, if I had a say in it, I'd, I'd look at a, an LJ. Yeah, um, but I know around here they're kind of a rare commodity and and can sometimes run upwards of fifteen thousand dollars or more for a stock LJ. Right. And is that your preference to get a stock one? Uh, I've always uh, felt that way that if I was going to get a Jeep, I didn't want one that was uh, lifted and had all the stuff done to it. I wanted to get one that uh, was less likely to have been beat to hell and then uh, sold to me. I wanted something that, and also too, I'd like to pick the things that I'm going to do to it and and, uh, put it on there myself. Yeah, it it, it all depends, you know, what kind of modifications have been done to the Jeep or if I know the person who owned the Jeep previously. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, Around here here in Florida, there's not a a whole lot of extreme wheeling like you would see up in Roush Creek or somewhere up in the Northwest like Joshies. You know, we have a lot of fire roads, um, a lot of water. We have a couple areas, kind of like Rouse Creek, where you can go out and play and do some climbing and, and uh, playing on the rocks, uh, but not uh, not a whole lot on an extreme end. Uh, we do have some uh, wildlife management areas and forests that uh, we get to play. There's a couple areas where you can get some good articulation out of your suspension and, and go out and do that. So not everybody necessarily goes out if they do have their Jeep modified. And, uh, you know, with the exception of maybe... Uh, fjording some deep water and trying to submarine the thing you don't necessarily <laughs> see too much damage to a jeep right from uh, off-roading well you can get some uh, some water damage just from those tropical uh, waves and uh, hurricanes that come through there hey rich we really yeah, appreciate you had- i'm sorry we really appreciate you calling in and uh, we're gonna have to wrap it up only a, a 30 minute show and uh, a great interesting uh, we we ran a little long there uh, but uh, rich was very interesting and uh, like love hearing all that stuff that he had to say Tammy, I just knew he was going to say red to the answer to your Jeep color. We can't hear Tammy. Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> I was I was going to say he better not say red. I wish he had done it just to no, just, just to, to get you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd love to see the his Cherokee. Yes, we like. need to. Uh, uh, Rich, you need to send us a picture so we can put it up in our show notes for this episode. Yeah. So uh, you can just uh, send that over to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Uh, that's info at jeeptalkshow.com. And uh, we'll get that picture up in our show notes. And again, thank you uh, very much for uh, calling. You know, I think this is the, the exit music. It is. Oh. I only played it once last uh, last show, so I wasn't sure. All right, guys. Hey, I just want to quick say that... Um Hi to Ricardo Rodriguez, who is watching us on the XJ 
Talk Show um, live page on Facebook. And we had another guy from Prince Edward, and I just lost his name. He's listening in Prince Edward in Canada. Hey. But now I can't, yeah, I can't find his name. And Ted, listening on the XJ Talk Live. Oh, very nice. Page, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have our folks in the, the chat room, PAG Freak. Hello. Finally found finally found us on my Jeep Mama page on Facebook. Excellent. Steve 4.3 LXJ is listening and I'm sure there's other people out there next time give us a call and you can tell us about your Jeep or whatever our topic is of the night. Yeah. <clears throat> we really appreciate it and uh, thank God Rick called in. I thought we were going to have a no call oh, show. I know. <laughs> Only Rick's, three into Rick's it. And- save, Rick saved the day. <laughs> he had a very interesting story. It I was. other Jeepers stories. I just love uh, hearing about what's been done to the Jeeps. So, yeah. Well, episode four next week, uh, we'll have a another interesting topic to talk about. And, uh, of course, uh, half of the show, uh, if, if it's not interesting enough for you, you can pick your own topic. So uh, next week, Tuesday, uh, 8 p.m. Central Time, episode three of the Jeep Talk Call-In Show. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>